0: What's up y'all? Just wanted to remind you that every episode of The Crunchy Take is available on Spotify, YouTube, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. So be sure to check us out on those platforms by typing in The Crunchy Take on the search bar. Now, if you'd like to participate in the show or would like to suggest topics for me or my guests to cover, the best way to do so would be to send us a voice message at anchorfm james slash message That's anchor.fm/ James-Kittipol, that's K-I-T-T-I-P-O-L, slash message. It's my sincere hope that wherever you may be, that you have found peace and comfort of some kind amidst a time of significant, significant hardship. Thank you very much for stopping by and enjoy the podcast. And now, welcome to another round of The Crunchy Take, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us wherever you may be. Um, this week, we're here to talk about what's become a sad thing. It's the last of the last of the last of the last dance. Real big sad. And today, of course, I'm joined by good friend as usual, longtime big brother slash jokester, Eric Lewingraf, DJ Primetime. How's it going, brother?
1: Uh, hey, not bad. Hey, hell, hell of an intro, man. Jeez. I feel like I was uh, being inducted into the Hall of Fame or something. You're you're, you're really doing a good job with that now. My goodness.
0: You know, we only, um, I only, I spent about a good two to three minutes thinking about it prior. And whatever comes to mind comes to mind. And what I was thinking about two to three minutes before we started pressing the record button. Mm. I'm reiterating absolutely none of it.
1: Sometimes the best. Brain plan, farts. Yeah. Sometimes the best plan is no plan. Okay, I'll tell you that.
0: Sometimes the best plan is to just time jump and do Correct. a bunch of whirly whirlies and durly durlies like the last dance did. Um oh, 10 yeah. episodes of it we got. Oh. And the last two aired last night, which means next Sunday is gonna be a giant void for a lot of basketball fans and a lot of maybe sports fans who have uh who have watched and
1: uh, kept up. And a, lot of, and a lot of older people.
0: Yeah, a lot of older people. We'll get to that in a little bit where ESPN uh, did a poll about two or three weeks ago just comparing the inevitable, this inevitable argument that they keep going back to between LeBron James and uh, Jordan. We'll get to that in a little bit. I've got some stats there that might surprise oh, we'll you. we'll get that to might, that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But first, Eric, what you yes. make of the last two episodes?
1: Uh, before I want to before I get into it, I, we got to we got to give a quick shout out to our probably our only loyal listener. Uh, Tom uh, <laughs> listens to us consistently. And uh, Tom, we know you're listening. We just want to say thank you for supporting. Absolutely. Thank you for being our one and only for now. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> Tom, I do want to say if I'm back in the Bay Area one day, I do want to. I got some I got some cigars coming your way, man. That's all I gotta say. I I don't do the I don't oh. do that devil's lettuce, but I, anything else? No devil's lettuce, huh? No devil's no lettuce, devil's lettuce for, but you got some not cigars.
1: For not for me, yeah,
0: absolutely. Oh, we're cigars gonna get
1: that. Oh, let's get that nicotine hitter, man. Nicotine Jordan, hitter.
0: That good Jordan uh, cigar action. Well, speaking yeah. of
1: cigars,
0: cigar season, yes. champagne season. Hey, what you think of the Last Dance, man? What do you
1: think of these last It dance was uh, nothing short of amazing. This is why it's good to have to not have a like an intricate deep knowledge of how filming and whatnot works you know i'm very just happy go lucky about whatever but i thought it was uh, sensational to say the very least you know but from like a film critic standpoint i don't know what i don't know what the it was amazing oh, i
0: mean tell me what, w- yeah tell me what you um what felt different about these two last episodes because <clears throat> to me they really did feel different i i you know i posted on facebook last night saying that it was I think they, they, saved, they clearly saved the best two for last. You
1: know? Yeah. I, that was so funny. You, you, you were frustrated with the, the constant time, time machine things. They still kind of did it, but I think it was mostly just between 97 and 98, right? You know, like the, the two seasons? Yeah. Like those two seasons. I mean, uh, w- w- what do you mean different? Like, g- give me your take, because... Yeah, give me well, your take on that, I, on how I think, it felt different.
0: I guess I can start with what I liked. Um, the reason I say these last two really felt different is because you could very well tell that they, we've come to the end of our race, right? We've come to, we've come to the last dance, hence the title. Yes. You know, Jordan yes. even says it throughout the documentary. And um, you could very well tell that the pacing of the documentary uh, was ramped up. In the edit, you know, the edit really magnified the intensity of the moment, you know, yeah. The, fir- the last what episode nine started off with that series against the Pacers, which I think bar none might be the best offensive back and forth and an all round matchup that Jordan had between um, with any other opponent. You might say the Detroit yeah. Pistons just because of overcoming the hump, but I feel like that's a
1: great place.
0: For them to start
1: that, that oh man, dude, that that Pacers team was tough. That was a good. They were a that was damn a good team. Good team. Who yeah. did they
0: have? They had.
1: They had Miller. They had. Uh, they had Chris Mullins. They
0: had Chris Mullins. Jalen um, Rose. Mark Jalen Rose.
1: Yeah, because Jalen Rose was kind of like that. He was kind of the. He was like one of those, you know, like taller point guards like that oh, type, like yeah mark, ja- also mark tough. jackson he came over from new york didn't he Ma- mark jackson yeah yes and this is like they had a the the pacers and the knicks had a heated rivalry yeah. you Absolutely. know in the mid in the mid 90s and then th- that was such a big deal at the time when mark jackson you know got you know he got traded to indiana
0: <laughs> it was a 30 for 30 about that on on them and uh, all, right? just between him. yeah and Sp- reggie it's, miller it's like was uh, yeah, the whole choke sign
1: yeah, it, it's it's more of a Reggie Miller versus the New York Knicks kind of a documentary. It, it's, yeah, it's a great... It's That's another interesting, good one,
0: too. Think about the framing of that just a little bit. That's, a, that's an interesting kind of geographical um, conflict between two metropolises that otherwise have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. You know, two very, very different... You know, Indiana, it's like... You know, it's Indiana. And New York yeah. is... <laughs> This I, big old I, I, metropolis. I
1: caught, I caught one miss. Uh, it was like, a, it was like a, wrong, it was a wrong timing thing, but I caught it in the documentary because Michael Jordan, he kept saying, oh, well, you know, whatever, you, know, you win or whatnot, you still got to come to Chicago. Remember? You remember that one point where he was like, I, you still got to yep. come to Chicago? That Very was calm, before. Stoic.
0: Everything.
1: That was after, um, that was actually after game six. Yeah. But they played that, they played that after like game five or something. But I think the game, that was, oh man, that was crazy. That the, that shot where Reggie Miller shoved Michael Jordan.
0: Okay, hey, what do you think of that first? Because I was watching with a friend last night, and he said that's very clearly um, clearly a shove. But to me, it's like no,
1: I, I don't think so. No, that was that was definitely clearly clearly a sh- sh- uh, shove. A shove, but th- this is this is being you know being a Michael Jordan fan, you know, being a kid Michael Jordan fan in the nineties. Anything yeah. that could be against Michael Jordan, I, I you know I, I rooted for him, so I was, Of course, I thought it was a shrug. Yeah, but at and I remember. That same
0: token, yeah. Go ahead.
1: I just remember that game too because Michael Jordan still had a chance to win the game. Did you see how close that shot was? Even though it was a oh, man. shot, man. I I it was remember so close, it I,
0: from um from MJ to the max. They have that slow
1: mo, yeah. that beautiful slow
0: mo thing of the ball just rolling in the air. We were accustomed to seeing Jordan <clears throat> make that shot.
1: Yeah, because you're 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 game. just it doesn't matter. You're not safe, you know, with it Michael Jordan. So but bad. yeah, that was that it's was so a close. Reggie Miller was. As uh, what was it as Stephen A. would say, Reggie Miller's a bad man.
0: <laughs> is that the only? um Okay, well, before I get to that, it, I think I don't think it was a shove. Okay, in today's NBA, it very clearly be a shove, <clears throat> right? Yeah, but you have to take into context a bunch of things, like, well, not a bunch, but Jordan is Jordan. The raps at the he has a really, he's cultivated a pretty interesting kind of way of getting what he wants. You know, there's oh, yeah. there's footage they didn't really show of him talking to reps, or if they did, I don't really remember it. But they um yeah yeah. So he's the star, so you'd think he'd get the call. But I think the reason he didn't get the call um was because he didn't sell the contact. He didn't flip over. He didn't you know flop.
1: <laughs> like a lot of yeah, players I mean today it, it's know? it's hard to you know like in in a in a stressful you know tense situation like that. Yeah. You're the, the game is on the line and the flop could just be a bad, like just a bad gamble. You know, you could leave also, him even I don't, more open.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think Jordan is the type to do that. That's, that's why a lot of people consider him like just a different <clears throat> or people of that elk to be different, you know, whereas I think yeah. Dennis would have flopped. Dennis would have found a way to like accentuate the, he would have found a way to get under, uh, under Reggie's skin, which is why it's fascinating that Reggie or Scotty didn't, uh, or I'm sorry, Rodman, scotty didn't defend him i thought it was cool that michael Ooh. took that upon himself to do it
1: well know? yeah i mean that yeah that's that's also another difference in when you you know have the greatest of all time conversation like he jordan guarded the best offensive player too you know yeah. um what, what what's funny about this is, is we learned that reggie miller actually did that as that was a gamble himself too the shove he was he wasn't even mm-hmm. sure if he can get away with it but he did you know so that was kind of cool that was kind mm-hmm. of a cool Will surprise
0: you have to take gambles like that when you're going up against grades the
1: way that <clears> you respect rough, them the way that you respect though, them is to go at them balls hard you know balls hard I, don't know balls I hard, said that, but hey but uh yeah whatever <laughs> i don't know man i don't think ball- okay well yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so i you know we're given that series as a starting point um which i feel you know in in the trailers leading up to the air date, that's the tone huh. and intensity that was set you know, just that whole nineteen ninety eight season um and my last bit before I go into things I like about it, I just wish <laughs> yeah, you know, I think they could they might have done better by just making it shorter, maybe maybe make making it five parts or oh, making dude. it one long continuous like two hours intense.
1: James, that's rough. that's rough to say, Only
0: 1997, 1998 season. Or just the 90s. You know, because we know the backstory of Jordan at this point. We know, like, yeah. various things. You know? But it's you... cool that they patched in different... I- I'll leave it at that. It might have okay. been better if the time frame was short shortened. But I do appreciate just the footage that they went... The lengths that they get went to to get the footage that they did. You know? Everything from Phil Jackson freaking coaching in Argentina. Or, sorry. Yes. Argentina. Wherever. yeah that was amazing
1: yeah seeing all that you know
0: or just different news broadcasts that aren't yeah to light you know
1: i i don't know dude i might have to slightly disagree with that i i would be okay with 10 more episodes like that the only reason why is because michael jordan doesn't do this that kind of stuff he was yeah would you say michael jordan was interviewed the most you know what i mean like he had, as to, far inter- he
0: had to as far as
1: interview footage finally he was willing to open up and let this happen. Tell his story. Yeah. So, dude, if we can get if we can get ten more episodes of footage like that, I'll take it. But that's just you know being a being a greedy, selfish fan. But I mean, Ooh, ten was good. I, I don't. Yeah,
0: that's stuff that I like because Jordan is a very we've come to learn now. He's he's actually a pretty reserved and kind of you know to himself, man. When he's not in the general public, yes. Know? When yes. he's not in the public eye, but when he is in the public eye, it's almost like this is. It's funny in a sense that now it's because there's no basketball going on, given the circumstance, it kind of heightens everything up. And he's, oh, he, he is constantly in it, the it was, I, I can't imagine it, yeah. that he likes that a whole lot right
1: <laughs> right now. I, what, a, what
0: When was it supposed to come out? In June? This was supposed to come out a little or during, I think it was supposed to come out after the finals or around the time oh. that the finals were supposed to start. And that would have been Jeez. an incredible kind of companion piece um, to come along. Um,
1: it, it's yeah. it's just what a what perfect like this is just a perfect perfect timing. Yeah, perfect everything like the 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 way it went down. You know, it it's just like it's kind of like the, you know, like the the corona MVP. You know, like that with you know Tiger King coming in second, but that's another conversation for another time. <laughs>
0: Well, now I've, I definitely feel like Tiger King has been put in, as far as ratings go, because yeah. Tiger King ne- isn't nearly as long, right? But then you got T- you got Tiger King would have
1: Tiger King would have been a, a hit no matter what, but it was obviously it's it's heightened and exponentiated because we're we're in self quarantine. But right. where you have something like The Last Dance, which which was a very well put together, no matter when you watch it, at what time, at what point the world is at. Yeah, like that. To to have that quality of product exponentiated mm-hmm. also is is, is what made it uh, even better. But yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so going into things that I liked, I going yes. back to the pacing. <clears throat> um, you yeah, remember I said how I didn't like t- time jumping or whatnot, but with these last two, I just felt like the time jumping was very well implemented. You know, mm. these last two episodes, it, yeah, were. You remember what I was saying about when Ken Burns was saying this was in good, jur- good, good journalism or what? What this past one was, in my opinion. These past okay. two were. And the reason was is because the time jumping did not detract from the storyline that was taking place. Uh, one very key example of that that I freaking love, I loved that they put it in, was um, the bit about Steve Kerr and his father. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, I love because
1: yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What was your segment?
1: Okay, it, it, it'll be quick. But remember, mm-hmm. in the beginning, you're getting little snippets of it's almost like a mini documentary in the documentary of us mm-hmm. of players. Remember, it was it was Michael Jordan. Then it was Scotty. Episode three was Rodman. Mm-hmm. I liked how they kind of took it back to that. Or this is how I felt at least. They took us back to that mini, you know, documentary within a documentary, and they they had that little Steve Kerr segment. Yeah, yeah it was it was great. But yeah.
0: No, it's great because Steve Kerr, <clears throat> he, people, a lot of people don't know. I mean, I only just discovered his his father's tragic backstory about a month and yeah. a half ago. I was just reading about it. Wait,
1: really? Dude, I, I didn't even know until I saw it. Title? Yeah, until, until I saw the documentary. Yeah.
0: yeah um, a professor Kerr who uh, taught from UCLA. And for those of you who don't know, it's, um, yeah, he went over to Beirut to try to form that kind of international liaison between you know, to kind of be an ambassador. Which is yes. a very, very, very dangerous thing to do. Dangerous,
1: brave thing, thing to do, thing. yeah.
0: <clears throat> it was it was I mean the news reporter flat out came out and said it's not a good place to be as an American. Yep. So you have to wonder what's going through your mind as a wife or as a son. Seeing your dad yeah. go off and just you know, you pursuing your own career and um I always thought that was a relatability factor between him and Michael, you know yes but the fact that they never talked about it made it even more interesting for me is because they kept that sacred mm-hmm. you know, they didn't cross the line because it could have very easily been something very uncomfortable because we with steve kerr's father being killed that's almost delving into that's delving into some political kind of thing yes know? but i like that steve he was very emotional about it did you notice like just
1: oh yeah, yeah. and it's i don't know man like I almost put more value to people breaking down in front of the camera more so than just like regular life because I think you can I I don't know I mm-hmm. I, I think it's probably when you know that it's being documented you know you're being seen I think I I would think it's harder mm-hmm. to get that emotional to to the point of tears or whatnot but that's why if you see it in a documentary I I think there's it means a little bit more, you know, kind of like last time when Michael Jordan was talking about his obsession and the way that he treated his teammates. And then he kind of got, you know, he had to take a break. Remember? He, he, Cause he got emotional, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I definitely noticed that. About just that, That's
0: just, um, just the stain and the mark that that will have on your memory for the rest of your life. It, you kind of see it on Steve's face, wherever he goes, you know, he still looks, I was, You know, I was watching yesterday and, you know, at the end where they're making, um, you know, that 97 parade or whatnot where Steve's saying, that's hilarious. Yeah. I guess I got to bail Michael out again. But you see that weight on his face and he still looks the same today. It's almost like he hasn't aged a day other than his his physique. His mentality is still maintained the same. You have to wonder at some point, when did that like toughen up, you know? Mm hmm. When, when, when did that callous factor become a thing? And that that probably was the trigger right there. Um, no, but it, but then that made seeing him make each shot. It felt so good to see him make these hard or these shots. You know, just like, yeah. It was kind of like what you are saying, where this is a mini documentary within the documentary, and I feel like these last two or number nine really it made it highlighted Steve Kerr in my opinion. Yes. Yes. validated him
1: well i mean he Or well, not him validated him
0: but jordan said you know he gave him his wings <laughs> he earned his wings uh, yeah that's a hell of a compliment that is a it is a hell of, of a compliment. compliment also
1: like the reason why steve kerr earned his respect earned michael jordan's respect was because he kind of didn't back- i mean he was going to get his ass whooped but he never backed down from a muscle. you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. uh, you know you-, you earn people's respect like that <clears throat>
0: yeah. and it's just cool to see the lens of and see, that's what I'm talking about. They, they took his father's tragic backstory. And then right at the end of that segment, he talks about hearing the anthem and whatnot and what it means to him. And then yes. you fast forward to that finals and it's just a close up on his face. That's what I'm looking for. It's yes. not, you know, but it's, you know, just shots like that that kind of take us back, you know? Um,
1: yeah. When, when they can make it when, it, when it's not, when basketball is the last thing, that the maybe a certain part of the documentary is about you know that's yeah. when it, yeah that's when it's good when you know when basketballs basketball like the, take, takes the back seat mm-hmm. and all the politics or the story behind it is what takes over yeah, yeah definitely
0: what's another part that you liked
1: i mean jeez i mean i i, I can't name it's kind the, of like the, asking the, the, what
0: uh, do you want to be when you grow up right there's, there's uh, so much. Yeah.
1: but i have little snippets of notes
0: here uh what do you make of dennis just going off and being with hulk hogan for a little bit and just doing that, that was thing that did uh, first again. of all that was amazing i remember it's that he went to wcw
1: dude. and I'm a, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan so i was all about it but when you're when you're young you don't understand that hey you need to like if you have a if you're great at a profession you got to kind of focus your energy on that but also that might have helped dennis too he needs to be out there and do his thing he performs during the That's game so he'll perform
0: i thought what was funnier was the whole media outburst about it did you notice that um, it was kind of like they—they they didn't. It's like Dennis hasn't changed within the past two or three years that you've—he's been in that spotlight or however long he's been in that spotlight. And the last time yeah. he took a break,
1: it's exactly the same thing. Okay, but now this may have been. Magnified I think, I think a when he—I but... think when he took a break when he went to Vegas, I don't think people knew about that except the team.
0: Oh, but oh, but the di- okay. So you're di- you're saying the difference is the spotlight was bigger the second time well, he did it. It's,
1: it's, not, it's not just that. It's also like any, any, any press is good press. It's like it doesn't, like it's just, they're just looking for a story, you know?
0: And one of the funnier points in the doc was seeing him just like try to... Or seeing the Bulls administration slash security team try to move him to a point where he could just bolt. To mm. bolt away from the, the press. Do you remember that? Oh, wait, wait. Say, say it again? To so, what? you know, there was a lot of press... Trying to get uh-huh. in and try to, trying to like, you know, trying to do their bit and trying to get any oh, yeah. snippet of Dennis that they could. And here's this guy, there's this one, administ- uh, Bulls like team slash worker, you know, he was an employee there. He's just talking about, okay, so we got these three entrances, we're gonna try to sneak Dennis around so that he can, yeah. get bolt, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, just see Dennis like it was all, me and my me and my guy we were just almost saying run 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 and dennis booked it you know he mm-hmm. just he just took off and it's funny he yeah. didn't even get on the truck he, he didn't even get on the bus he i think he got on that pickup truck
1: and just like yeah bolted the, the one that was like the one that was close to the exit or whatever yeah the one that was right in front of the
0: bus he just like, took off
1: yeah dude yeah. uh this uh, it's kind of random I, I was gonna end with this like later on but i'll just talk about it now as far as a legacy, you you would you want a legacy like someone like you know as far in a sport you want a legacy like Michael Jordan you want a legacy like you know whoever name any great athlete but as far as like a life I would love I would choose the life of Dennis Rodman in a heartbeat that dude lived a hell of a life
0: <laughs> he's lived a hell of a life everywhere he's been the, he's been everywhere you can think
1: yeah of. If, if if you're talking about variety you know in in what he's done, he's, he's been to places he, he, most Americans would not dream of going. He's he's lived the greatest life ever, but yeah, that's yeah. just saying. Yeah, I just <clears> also, <throat> um,
0: I it kind of unpacked this yesterday watching it. What a uh-huh. damn good coach, though, Jackson is. I think that'd be the camel that breaks a lot that breaks other teams, yeah. I oh, think the it's, camel that breaks other teams, god damn it. The straw he, that breaks the camel's back for most, yes, teams trying to overcome the bulls, you know, as we talk about matchups. Phil. Just like, what are you gonna do when that kind of coach is plotting against you? Yeah. You know? And he has the greatest player in the world.
1: It's see, it's even harder. Like you would think it's easier because you have all these great players, but to manage them and to know their egos and to know how to Mm -hmm. like that's that's another that's something you can't really He was just so
0: methodical. Like, um and it, it it wasn't even a huge play that he drew up or whatnot. It was just a real time in game adjustments that the guy made. Yeah. Like there was this, I don't know. It was, it was, an, it was a timeout and he was talking to his team. I was like, man, we talk about these matchups all the time. You know, what, what matchups would you like to see? You know, Heat versus bulls or Warriors yeah. versus bulls. It's just like, that's one hurdle I'd never thought about was the coaching yeah. philosophy. Difference. Yeah. Like Steve and, Kerr and all Phil these Jackson.
1: picks, all these teams that we can think of, uh, yeah. 75% of them were coached by Phil Jackson, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Oh, and the other thing, what a great, um, what a great framing that uh, Indiana series was. You got Larry Bird coaching against you.
1: Oh, yeah, Larry Bird, yeah. The guy I remember was that cool when he was a, a coach. When uh, and, Reggie and made I'm, that and shot, so his glad. face
0: just still.
1: I'm so glad that they, find, that they showed that footage. I mean, we've seen that footage over and over again, but I'm glad that they added that to the documentary as well because Larry Bird, who has done it so many times his whole career, he just, like, he just expected it, and when it happened, he's just like, okay, well, you are supposed to do that. You know, I've done it all. You know, so that, that, that's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's just like his still face knowing, oh, wait, there's still time in the clock, meaning Jordan yeah. can still put up a shot, you know? Yes. I mean, it's, <clears throat> I, I, don't, I don't peg... Larry Bird for being overly complimentary or anything. He's pretty, you know, do your job, pale bucket and a blue collar. Yeah,
1: he had that kind of mentality. I mean, tally, he's, you know? he's the same way too. Like if he does a good, yeah. you know, he's not looking for a praise, you know.
0: But he called Michael Jordan God disguised as like, you know, uh,
1: yeah, he looked like he was God disguised as Michael Jordan. Yeah,
0: pretty insane dude.
1: In that insane um, series where where Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan still has the record for points in a playoff game, sixty-three points.
0: Another thing I liked was the um, yes. bit about the security guards. I, I like, see, it the little mini stories that come from these, from you know, from having an uh, a camera crew that has unfiltered access. It's stuff yes. like that that I want to see. You know, we, we got snippets of it throughout where he, you know, he was competing with the guards, but that thing with Gus was just very, I don't know, it was, it was heartwarming. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, y- you need that. You need someone like that because someone mm-hmm. who can Filter out, or know, you know, who to who to let in, or mm-hmm. you know, to be that, yeah, to be that person, or you know, whatever his role was.
0: Yeah,
1: it's just that we all need a Gus, man. Of him having that,
0: <laughs> him having that. Uh, I don't know chemo when he came back, and Jordan did for him, gave him the game ball. That's pretty cool. And um, yes, just the uh, yeah, you have to imagine that these security guards and the personnel at the Bulls. They're probably they can probably say things to him that fam- even family can't. You know? Yeah, they can nail. They can tell him the truth, the un you know unfact unfiltered truth. Yeah, you no. Know? People what like an that honor. Uh, I like, like to to be
1: to be working there or like to to have a to know Michael Jordan. You know, semi semi personally, just because you see him all the time. You know, you like yeah. just a few the the conversations you strike with every here and there. Must be must be great.
0: What strikes me as a little <laughs> odd though is. How frail those men are. Um what? Because <laughs> if you go to if you go to an NBA game now and if you try to cover an NBA game now, dude, those, yeah. those guards are huge. Oh yeah. They're big and fat and really just like they're like bouncer oh, type yeah. material. And they're oh, major yeah. assholes. Sorry. They're they're major dicks. You know? And they have well, to be it, because of all they should be, yeah. Yeah, they have to be to uh, to other people, but I just felt like that crew I don't know. It, it was a good spotlight for me. Yeah. Just seeing how things were done maybe a little differently before, it wasn't so much the physique factor, it was more the relatability. Yes. Um, although I'm pretty sure if you asked an NBA player now, of course they probably have some kind of relationship with the personnel there. It's not like it's not one hundred percent kind of divaism, you think?
1: Yeah, but it it's all I mean it's just cool to, it's also just cool to see because this is something yeah. we haven't seen before, you know. Because like I'm pretty at sure first...
0: Steph like knows a good chunk of whoever used to yeah. work at Oracle and I'm pretty sure they Oracle all get nice little Christmas Center.
1: gifts from the players too, you know? <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, yes. um That'll uh, no
0: nah, that that'll come at the end. Um <laughs> all right, sorry. Sure. Going back to uh I, I thought another thing that they captured really well was the environment of the games that were being played, especially in Salt Lake. Um, oh yeah salt lake city utah just like oh, i mean we all think about that photo where he takes the last shot right and you just see the faces yes. of every oh, yes. single person knowing it's about to go in but yes. I don't know they, there's this one uh shot of that lady just i don't know you remember right that uh, what some people in the hood may call this this one karen just screaming in your in your effing oh face. yeah just oh, like, oh. A, lot, a lot of, of karens in utah a lot all of karens of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry,
0: to, sorry to anybody named Karen out there but it, it's um
1: <laughs> and it
0: just made me think about damn they, the Midwest really doesn't go for the NBA like that anymore what do you mean you know because it's when I first came out here you know, in Indiana to study I thought people were all about you know this is basketball city basketball country but yeah enough, people got, could hardly yeah, give they, it they got rats. the teams yeah People could hardly give a rat's ass about the NBA now, especially... It's just the energy isn't there as it used to be. I don't know. And it made me think, tickets were expensive back then, weren't they? 25 years ago, it's not that different, right? They Tickets were uh, hard to get.
1: Uh, right? It's... I mean, if it's a Bulls game, yeah, they sell out, but tickets are, were not as expensive. Of course not. Think
0: of where you are economically right now, okay? Now mm-hmm. take yourself back to the 1990s would you have been able to to go to a finals game right now
1: oh a finals game oh
0: geez no you as yourself right now you're you're adultful you're yeah, able to go to a 90s not. finals game or a playoff game
1: i mean maybe like maybe like one playoff game or something yeah yeah maybe
0: whereas now it's just i think it's so it's become so corporate you don't get that visceral rawness that used to uh yeah these, that is true because games. i mean if
1: you think about it dude like the first maybe the first five rows all throughout an arena especially yeah. a place like oracle arena or not oracle i'm sorry uh, chase center those are all hey, bought out by corporate accounts for sure
0: they're they're all bought out by corporate accounts and you don't get like the you have to understand those tickets are expensive and they yeah they cost so much and you would think the person paying them like I don't know. Back then, it, it it felt like they let it go a lot more. It felt like <clears throat> the people that were sitting in the first five rows or in the in the first level felt like the people that usually sit at the back levels nowadays. You know. Yes. Yeah. You want you want to go if you want some characters, man. Go to any game, go to any playoff game, and sit in the
1: nosebleeds. You're gonna
0: get some characters. Yeah, that's it. Because no, it's oh man. so yeah, funny.
1: You're, you're making a yeah, you're making a good point actually because. I don't know, you know, cuz n- now we have more access to mm-hmm. w- more access and more of the ability to document, you know. Yeah. Or, t- or to yeah, to document things. So, so I people feel like really but the people the them. people that are closer it's not really to watch a game, it's more so to be seen, I guess. Yeah. Where I'm pretty sure yeah, and then I, those Utah fans are crazy, dude. Sacramento fans, early two thousands, crazy. But uh, yeah, it's a different vibe. Yeah, yeah, maybe more so bought out because NBA is so much more of a you know more of a mainstream worldwide sport. Yeah,
0: I'm not corporate saying it was in corporate. I'm not saying it wasn't corporate back then. Of course, it was corporate back then. But just it, it felt yeah. it felt like phantom. Fandom was a little different. Yeah, it felt yes. like yeah. You you I mean for that Indiana series, you had Purdue University marching band in the streets yeah. of. Like I know where that street is, right outside yeah. Market Square, and freaking in you know downtown <clears throat> Indianapolis. You don't yeah. see that anymore for the NBA, and I don't know why. I don't know why when when did the mentality change? Because it's always been college dominant, right? Always. Yes. In, in the Midwest, it's it's pretty. Indiana is IU, Butler, and Purdue. You know, like top three. The Pacers don't even rank in that. The Indy Five Hundred probably ranks. A little higher <laughs> you know but
1: geez i forgot about that indy 500 yeah
0: indy 500 It's a bucket list thing of mine i gotta go one day um yeah and just speaking well, of phantom, we might want to touch on it a little bit i did not sure. know that it was from pizza
1: what <laughs> oh yeah poisoning. it was a, it was a pizza delivery it was the story is just so strange and ironic so and that's strange. why it's easy to, to come up with other <clears throat> to come up with other theories or other. you know of of how that actually happened. You know, even Jalen Rose, he said, no, he wasn't. He didn't have food poisoning. He was just hungover, you know? But, th- no, it, it's just a strange story because everyone ate, but, jo- you know, Jordan gets deep into it in that one uh, shoe documentary. I think I gave it to you. And, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the shoe the book, book. book. That book. The yeah. Bo- uh, biography.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of book. But, yeah, I think like Jordan this, didn't what, have... What did he...
0: How, how more... How deeply did he get into it?
1: Uh, as, as much as the... As much as The Last Dance
0: okay
1: yeah they, they went step by step but you know it's um, funny
0: i was eating pizza as as we were watching <laughs> That's hilarious. my
1: friend Weed had ordered some pizza it's just
0: like ah and, I got, you know, it's one, also and funny. I got another slice
1: what's also funny is you know how there's like a movie that's based on a book and then you got those nerds that are like yeah well i read the book first i i've never i've never done that with any movie any show ever but for whatever reason i read every michael jordan book and that's and i feel like such a snob because we'll talk about something and you're like did you know that already and i'll say yeah cause this book <laughs> that's, no that's good
0: that's cool that's cool about, you know the first my first basketball irony. book my first sports related book slash piece or anything literature to do with sports was a michael jordan doc, was a michael jordan biography. oh let very followed very quickly by uh kobe bryant autobiography followed very yeah. quickly by sports almanacs and um nba used to have this thing called read to achieve and i bought a ton of those books where it's just like a oh bunch yeah of, yeah just like posters and that's how i knew about players <throat> like nowitzki or yeah uh, michael redd who at one point was a really really good player
1: um dude yeah. i read i read so many i read so many michael jordan books the, the very first book i ever read was called playing for keeps by this author named da- david halberstam something like that oh. I swear, dude, it was like six hundred pages, five hundred pages, and I still don't know what that book is about. about but I read it.
0: <laughs> it's a little different reading a book, you know. Reading a book and you yeah, because it gives you because you obviously can go back and watch it, right? You you have that lens yeah. now, but when we were kids, I you know I didn't have I grew up primarily without the internet, you know. So mostly yeah. most. Most of the NBA action I got was me praying that UBC back home would like put on the NBA, and it was this one-year drought where no basketball was put on. I hated, I hated yeah. Thailand a lot <laughs> in ninth yeah. grade, I or seventh grade. I hated it. I hated it a lot. Thankfully, yeah, but I mean, later, later on,
1: dude. Later no, on, for no. your uh, at the time of your high school graduation or whatnot, your parents had that nice Good. internet.
0: Had that nice internet, and what, what a lot. Of, a lot of people don't realize the sports viewing experience as far as uh, packages or whatnot, or like League Pass, right? NBA League Pass. Actually, yeah. a lot better. It's actually a lot better overseas. Oh, really? You know why? It's because they don't have any blackout games. No blackout games. Oh, yeah. No corporate commercials. None. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? And you watching that uh, Warriors, when the Warriors were going at it, when you came from my graduation, it would have been the with, with the, the, the. with the Thunder? Spurs. Yeah. When it went to timeout, it didn't go to it didn't go to commercial. You just saw like the players.
1: It just was like yeah, yeah. You, you, They're just kind of yeah balls it's dribbling. So, you can hear, you just hear the f- yeah. That's so much better. Oh my it's god! It's so yeah. Pu- yeah
0: balls dribbling. You hear it's like you're at the actual game. You see shoot around.
1: If you tune it's, in early uh, yeah, to the it's game, so you weird. see shoot around. Yeah, so real. You don't but, but, but see that in, just, in
0: League Pass here.
1: Yeah, in, in the states over here, we we, we got to watch uh, like. Viaggers I tried it. Out. And... I tried it out.
0: I tried League yeah. Pass out for a little bit in college, like U.S. version, to see. Hey, man, if I'm in the U.S., that means the that means the service package has got to be a whole lot better, right? No. If you buy no. the U.S. service package, every major television, you know, major nationally televised game is blacked out. Yeah. So <laughs> why the Why the hell did you buy the service? Why the fuck yeah. would I
1: buy the service if like? Ooh. James, if, I, I, I can feel, I feel you fuming right now. Oh man, dude,
0: this is I'm, I'm sorry, give it to me. but this is years. This no, I want to hear it. Give it to f- me. I want to hear it. This, this is like years of frustration with how things are televised in the United States. Just like the Last Dance, riddled with commercial breaks. Whereas my dad and my yeah. my mom and my sister, they're watching back home Netflix Thailand, everything back to back, no commercials, two episodes. Mm. What the fuck? How do other countries <laughs> how do other countries have better viewing experiences than the one the one country that provides the entertainment? I guess they gotta it's make the, their money somehow, you know. They it's gotta the make the monies, their,
1: man. It's the monies. Yeah, but like, yeah. So no, but on
0: top of that, you would think if I buy if I spend $130, 100 dollars on your uh-huh. service, I should be able to watch any game. Any game when it airs. Yes. don't give me this blackout fucking bullshit you know like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or
1: yeah or maybe after the game you could still stream it you know but yeah, yeah blackout oh
0: geez I, I get mad i get mad man because yeah but but the but the, the i guess the biggest plus side to watching sports in america and is this was yeah i remember the first time i saw the finals in the states or the playoffs in the states for the first time felt, it felt good to watch it at night it felt yeah. good that i didn't have to wake up on a weekend, <laughs> and like yeah, you, go go you know sorry. go to my friends, go to school in the yeah. morning and not know the score and say, "Hey, hey you be shut the fuck up, you put the uh, don't do st- don't
1: talk about it, don't talk you about know? it, don't tell me."
0: Yeah, don't tell me. Anyway, um, we arrive at the creme de la creme, I think, oh, of the okay of the doc, which was when they win it, and it's just that yeah. footage of them in the. It's two instances of them celebrating their championship. Obviously, well, first off, in the lead up to that. That mm-hmm. might be the greatest one minute, one minute and a half of basketball ever played by anybody.
1: Oh, I was screaming! I was screaming at the at the TV because, it, it, yeah, yeah, that is true. You're talking. You're talking. He scores a layup, steals the ball, yeah. takes the lead.
0: It's because yeah. they were they were they were on pins and needles at that point in time. They they could have gone easily to Game Seven. You know, yeah. think,
1: Scottie Pippen you know, was in there as a decoy. Like he he didn't. He literally was just there as a a human prop because he couldn't move, move, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like the way, and people use this as an example to point out why LeBron is so great, but, you know, with Jordan, it was just like the dude executed so perfectly, you know? You just saw years. In that one minute and a half, you saw basketball Mm -hmm. perfection. Like, if you're looking at how a guy overcomes odds, that right there. Because yes, Utah was very absolutely. good defensively, very good offensively. He countered them on both ends, both ends, and he executed on both. And you know, the last shot is just the last shot.
1: You know? Yeah, is it's. it's um, oh my God! Yeah, he literally. They were down by three. Down by three. He makes a layup because they're. You know, I, I would assume the teams are defending the three more so in a situation like that with with that little time. You know, this isn't the Warriors that can score threes whenever they want. So, yeah. so that layup was a little easy for. Him. Yeah. And Dude, just within gets, that minute and Gets the and a half, steal, yeah.
0: Yep. Gets the steal, strips. And you, from a certain angle, it looks like a foul, but no, he got the ball clean. Malone yeah. doesn't even know that he's there. Boom. Strips it, goes down the stretch. Yeah. You know,
1: it's just... because he knew, he knew that he mentions this in the, the Jordan to the Max. He knew that, you know, like the, the, beginning, the beginning parts of every play for the Jazz is Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone kind of wrestling each other underneath the basket, you know? Yep. So, so, so like Michael, they, knew they canceled that... each
0: other out at that point.
1: Yeah, so, so Michael knew that Carl um, Malone is more concerned about having to deal with Dennis Rodman and getting his arms free than, to, mm-hmm. than somebody like Michael Jordan coming out, you know, taking a gamble and picking and poor him. Poor Byron Russell. Poor Brian Russell, dude. Poor he Brian was, Russell. I mean, he was the main to, to guard him, but oh man, when Jordan was kind of clowning him, he was like, oh, Brian Russell, <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's cool.
0: Yeah, they were a team with championship pedigree, you know, the same thing with the Pacers. just like. But it's that little bit of championship DNA that kind of propels
1: oh, geez, yeah. certain that, yeah, teams above Yeah, the experience the and the, yeah.
0: That's part of one of my hot fire. I got three for you. Um, But no, sure. the creme de la creme for me of this doc was, of the, it's been leading up. This is the final episode, right? And yes. Right after they win in the, in the locker room, just how elated they are, right? Just like, you know, freaking Jordan pouring champagne onto Dennis's head, you know, that's one yeah, yeah. of color right there. But the best, best footage, I think, uh-huh. was him on that piano in the hotel. With just a, just a bunch of, people <laughs> just like yeah. just going at it. Just, I, I, I think that's the happiest I've seen him, ever.
1: Yeah. You know, perhaps yeah. So good.
0: It's so good because that's that's the stuff you think about when. They say, "Oh, this this crew got unfiltered access." access.
1: Yeah, yeah. You you, you want to see things like that, definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just like him talking about you know savoring the moment. People keep asking him, "Hey, you're gonna come back next year? Are you gonna come back next year?" And he was like, "Y'all chill the fuck out. You yeah, just just let me."
1: Yeah. let me we enjoy, enjoy for now?
0: You know, and it's just
1: like they always want to know. See, and that's another burden of being a champion because when you, if you're a fighter, mm-hmm. if you're if you're a you know. A, an athlete for a you know traditional sport. Once you mm. win, once you're at the top, you know how frustrating that is? first of all, it's impossibly difficult to do it anyways, to win a championship. <laughs> the next thing while you're celebrating, the questions are, oh well what next year? It's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> did you yeah. not see what we just did? You know? You know,
0: and he, he sort of took Phil's kind of Zen Buddhism kind of philosophy. Like hey, hey, hey you know, let, let me let me savor this moment. Yes. You know, and that was the first time i think i saw jordan just like "Ah." you know because he had emotional responses before we've seen him cry we've seen him on the floor balls just like relieved elated but that's like that sixth one was just him just
1: because that i mean that could be you could say that was his most the most difficult route as far as becoming a champion probably probably
0: you could Um, say that you know
1: it's it's arguable yeah
0: and a lot of people pick that as being his best season not his physical best, but his like overall uh, kind of like how they'll take, they'll say LeBron James's best was that 2016 comeback, you know, just his whole entire philosophy channeled into this one season or one struggle. You know, yeah. Overcoming that, you know. um, Another thing that I liked, uh, small little thing was just the finality of it. The finality of this episode, you know, Phil Jackson had that thing where, you know, they, they were pegging him. You know, they were asking, Oh, are you going to come back? And he ultimately uh-huh. pulled the plug on it. You know, it's revealed that he chose not to come back. And <laughs> he's,
1: he's the bad guy the whole time. <laughs> it wasn't Jerry Krause, it was Phil Jackson. Skip gotcha. Bayless sort of calls
0: him the uh, the ultimate spinner. You know, he, he kind of oh, takes, takes it off. But, um, Phil
1: Jackson. Dude, Phil Jackson is a genius, dude. If you can have Michael Jordan, you know, like if you can manipulate the great Michael Jordan, you're, you're the greatest coach of all time. This dude had, a, had everybody played. He had, had this everybody. planned already. Michael Jordan didn't name it the last... Uh, the, the playbook, you know, the beginning the of the season. The Michael Jordan didn't name it the last dance. Phil Jackson named it the last dance, you know?
0: Yeah. And, um... It's just... I like the finality of it in that, you know, they, they, <clears throat> they talk about them taking that playbook or whatever or writing have the players write what they love yeah. thought about the season or whatnot write about it and then burn it yeah. that's a very kind of phil Jackson. that is that has to be
1: the most phil jackson thing you can think of it's so dude you know? it's so corny <laughs> but it's so good like it's, it's like so, it's it's it's, it's, cor- it's like yeah well, when i say corny i'm like i'm like embarrassed to admit that that's such a great idea
0: <laughs> supposedly you know? supposedly michael wrote a poem like, he wrote a poem. On, he wrote a poem. Michael Jordan wrote a poem. Michael Jordan wrote you know? a poem. <laughs> you know? But I also like in... The last thing about the finality, I thought that Jerry uh, Krause was kind of brought back to the light a little bit because you did see Scottie Pippen say, you know, I had the greatest coach. I had the greatest player I had to ever yep. play. And I had the greatest GM. Yeah. You know, Krause, and you just see, like, they they sort of ended... Um, They gave him... Pretty good spotlight of him just being happy for once, you know. Yeah. And then Jordan or Phil Jackson just giving him credit in that announcement. I know, like, dude, and that's that's the major problem I had with the first two or first the first two episodes. They let him have it. They let him have it, man. It was just like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna cry for this dude, you know. Yeah. The dude's dead, but you know now it's like okay, let go of it now. You know, Jordan. He still feels a certain way about not being able to lose. <laughs> it probably drives him more insane because there's no like, what if, what yeah. if, what if, what not. but not. No. All right. Well, um, we're at the 45 minute mark. Uh, before Close we go not, into yeah. three, just interesting hot fire or just our conversation oh, yeah. or Q and A, I just want to say to the people listening, thank you for listening so far. Um, like in the announcement, uh, before the podcast, I just want to reiterate that the best way to contribute to this podcast would be to send me a voice message at anchor.fm slash james dash That's anchor.fm slash james dash kidpole. That's k-i-t-t-i-p-o-l slash message. Um and so next week, just a little bit of announce. Yeah, we're maybe gonna take a break from this specific segment. I will have on uh, another pro athlete. Um uh, not naming names just yet, but he is your friend. So if you are uh, subscriber at this point, stay in tune for that. Um, and so with that, Eric, we come dude. to oh, yeah, I, I, I was
1: going to touch on two things real quick. What's up? Uh, yeah, they'll be quick. One of them is, is, and I just thought up, dude, when I heard you uh starting your your bit that you just did about supporting the podcast or whatnot, I thought you were like, if you don't want to support the podcast, you can go ahead and send. And I was like, oh, dude, please tell them to send money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it isn't the um, yeah. Tell them to send some money. You gotta rack up. <laughs> you gotta give them a reason, though. It's not like just.
1: my greedy brain thinking. But uh, another thing I wanted to point out, which I thought was very, very impressive, and it just like, impressive. um, because Michael Jordan. Okay, Michael Jordan said six out of eight, right? And and I, I want to get to that because when we talk about, let's say, I'm just gonna give an. Let's say we talk about. Uh, LeBron James, who Mm -hmm. is you'd say, what is he? Three, let's say, how many times did he go to the finals? Nine times. Yeah. He's three. He's three for nine in the finals, right? He's three for six. Three for six.
0: Three of nine would make him twelve straight trips, man. Yeah, three of six. He's three of six. Oh yeah,
1: sorry. He's he's no no. well, Well, three out of nine. Three out of nine times. Out of the nine times he's been, he's won three, right? Yes. Okay, as far as going to the finals. And I remember Michael... That's just going into the finals. The nine is the times in the finals, not by year. And I remember Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan said in the documentary, he said, yeah, we won six out of eight. And those aren't times in the finals. Those are just by years. They won six championships within eight years. And I thought that was so impressive to hear that because Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when we think about... um, When you think about that, yeah, like... That's crazy. Like in that in that span, it's not how many times in the finals. It's it's by year. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. No, maybe, that's a big segue. It, it, that's that's. I an just interesting think it's, segue. it's just so impressive. To, it's so impressive to say it like that, you yeah. know. Because if, if you if you talk about the years, I'm only bringing up LeBron James. I don't know, whatever. I feel like he's the <laughs> the right person to compare to. No, he
0: is the right person to compare to. But this, but if, really if you want to talk about he's... the three
1: championships, like how many years between were those championships? You know, it was. Ew. Let's say what out of I don't know. Five years, six years? Yeah. But it was just it was just impressive that Jordan said six out of eight six out of eight finals. That's six championships within eight years. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, in the modern yeah. era it's pretty crazy. No, that, it's a pretty good segue into this first question that I have. Yes. You know, we talk about teams with um, borderline championship pedigree. Teams that like the Pacers or like the Jazz were just almost there. They were so yes. close. But because of yes. that little bit of extra DNA strand of championship DNA, didn't, they just fell down. The, they, they didn't, they didn't get, end up getting over the hump. What other teams reminded you of that? Um, great teams that just didn't have that extra ump, in your opinion. Oh,
1: great teams that didn't have that extra hump. For me, ump. there's
0: one prime example that I can think of in the modern day.
1: In the modern day? Is it the Clippers for you?
0: No, it's the Houston Rockets.
1: Houston Rockets. As we mean when which Houston Rockets? What remember what, what that time?
0: 2018 year, Chris Paul gets injured. Oh uh, yeah, that team might have actually—it's wild to think—but they might have actually been better, a better team that year. They had yeah. the record, they had first seed, they had the MVP and James Harden. But it, you know, matchup-wise, you would always take the Warriors over them, right? But it did was they just, were they swept? No, no, it went to seven. Oh, that's right. They were ahead. Opposite of a sweep. That's the only time that they were ahead. Yeah. Was that one uh, game. Uh, and it's just like, as far just as, far not as get any, yeah.
1: as far as any singular team, I can't think of one by year, but I remember there was a time, I think it was, you know, early 2010s, the Clippers mm-hmm. were, I was just like, that's it. There are, they're going to be a problem every single year. And the, warriors didn't get over them either. That was, that was pre championship warriors. Yeah. The, warriors I thought the, got I thought the Clippers over... were that team. You thought
0: the clip when you say that Clippers, are you saying the Lob City kind of Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin Clippers?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Ah, with, with Doc Rivers but, at the helm, right? Just like complete package yeah, we, Jamal we, 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 Crawford with Doc Rivers, coach Jamal Crawford coming off the bench for you, Jamal Crawford, Glenn is big baby the most dangerous Davis,
1: scorer ever. Yeah,
0: Darren Collison just right there. Yeah, just like, yeah, no, no, I thought I had the same train of thought as you. I thought that there's no way the Warriors can pete was just because they're so dominant inside and like
1: yeah it was was puzzling to me that they were uh, beating so this is so random but i think i think it was the 2002 49ers (laughs) (laughs) how so i'm just so pissed off about that season they they just had their their team was so good the 2000 yeah 2002 49ers i believe jeff garcia terrell owens did they play the ravens they no, 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 they, they didn't even make the. They got knocked out of the first round. I was so pissed. They, they were knocked out of the first round by Packers. Yeah, they went 12 and four that year, and they easily could have gone 14 and two. Looking at the yeah. two games that they there were two games that they lost that they could have easily won, they went 12 and four, should have gone four first round yeah. of the playoffs. I thought that was a championship team, but yeah.
0: Well, what's a championship That's- team that isn't talked about as much, in my opinion, is that Mavericks team that beat LeBron. It's because, like. Oh, oh, that dude. Team was, that not series that, was so good. Dude, people don't know. Each game was decided by two or three points. That's it. Yeah. That whole that whole series. N-
1: not only did he beat LeBron James in the finals, but I think in the first or second round, he eliminated Kobe Bryant after their... Yeah. W- and when they were going for what would have been their third championship in a row.
0: Yeah. Just, you know... And, it you know, when they talk about that D- championship DNA, you can... it's. Almost indescribable because so, in the pantheon of athletes that have you know performed and come and go, come and gone, yeah. there aren't that many of them that have that. There aren't that many that have like that, that extra little thing that allows them to convert and become yeah. and become champions. You know, you can you can see it. The Warriors had it for a little bit. Who knows, dude?
1: dude the, the Warriors. It, I, even though Steph Curry is a is a superstar. I, I, the thing about the first of all, he's never won a Finals MVP, so it's no, it's not just Steph Curry. But he
0: should have won that first one. I don't know why they yeah. gave it to Andre Iguodala, man. Yeah, yeah, that's just
1: them more, more magnifying like LeBron's greatness, you know, by giving it to Iguodala because he had to go. It would have made more sense to give
0: to give it to LeBron, all things considered. Instead of not to take anything away from Andre, he's an all-time, yeah. Greek, he's a Hall of Famer. I, I'd, I'd give him a Hall of Famer, you know.
1: It's just, yeah, but it's, you know, I don't know. They, they don't really do that. I mean, the only one person that has won finals MVP in a losing effort was Jerry West.
0: Yeah. Um, switching to another one. Um, another question. Oh, yes, please. We're going to end oh, I, on a I, UFC was... question, though. because no, I, I, I was I... going to
1: say, I, I, I have one for you. But <laughs> also, uh, just to go back quickly about the Warriors, you, you say the, like the, that championship, that little... That little bit that you need to reach that championship level it is not the thing about it the Warriors. It, it, it wasn't a, or at least the 2015 Warriors, it wasn't a, a superstar. It was just, I think it was like from unselfishness, you know, and actual yeah. team basketball. Like the it Spurs. It was amazing. Huh? Like the Spurs. They had great teamwork. Like the Spurs. They were really yeah. good like defensively. Those, those teams win. Yeah. And the damn, the, the damn Raptors, dude, that beat the Warriors. God.
0: I mean, they good no. Too.
1: No, I mean they're always a, a, a bigger star within that team, but it's not. That wasn't the reason why. Um, yeah. Here, my, my my question is: What's If do you think, because th- there's the debates all the time. There's always going to be debates. Who is the greatest of all time? It's kind of pointless, but whatever. If it gives, if it gives something to talk about, it, I'm good for them. But if Michael Jordan stayed retired, his second retirement. After that last shot against mm-hmm. the Jazz, after six championship, that was his last game. Would you think? Do you think the gap would be even wider? Like he would be even more just the undisputed no greatest of all time?
0: Um, you mean if he had never come back to play for the Wizards, right?
1: Yeah, dude. Because I look, honestly, so. it was cool to watch Michael Jordan play, but damn it, dude i I still i kind of erased that from.
0: I think most people do. Most people don't. I, I don't think it would have... I don't think it would have made the gap any much bigger, because... Nah. That's just, it's just, like... It kind of goes back to what you said last week about how hard it is for someone to go out on top. You know? like But I don't think anybody holds that against him at all. If anything, people congratulate him for it. If anything, even yeah, going back you to could the say Wizards... That. You makes you, him- you
1: can narrate it. You can narrate it for the love of the game type thing, but I just... Man, dude. Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, and... But I just think if he just stayed retired, there would be a little more mystique, and the, there, there would be yeah. no argument.
0: Yeah, no, no stone unturned, though, but yeah. Um, kind of my spiel on the matter, because he, it's Michael Jordan, you know? Yeah, <laughs> He's going to do what he's going to want, he's going to do, but it kind of, I think what would have maybe made it a little more is if he'd have just said, okay, Phil's not here anymore? Screw this! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go where I want to go. Let me go to. New he was gonna York, go to New know. York. Was he?
1: Yeah, he he oh. would have. Um, if let's say, I mean, he already kind of planned on retiring anyways. But let's say if he had to come back mm-hmm. for one more year, he wanted to play for New York.
0: And that that sends. I get goosebumps thinking of that it's just because he's. Can you imagine? Ugh, that would have. Yeah. That would have. That right there would have made the gap even greater because. Um, Okay, so he led his own team. If he goes at the edge of his career, goes to another team, a storied franchise at that time, like New York. Yeah. Not, 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 not the New York that we know today, but the New York at
1: that time, it just would be yeah. insane. insane. Dude, the, um, the, the Knicks, dude, the Knicks made the, went to the finals the year after. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, after the 98 Bulls, the Knicks went to the finals the year after and without Patrick Ewing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe doable. They, and they they got to get they got to get free wall though because they they're, they're yeah. not gonna play together. Anyways, yeah. I'm sorry. You, you no, got one more. Okay. I have
0: one and a half more. Um, sure. How would you feel if the NBA went to single elimination just for this one playoffs? Just for just a second, the record straight, just to get us into the off season so that they they're not mm. pressured to come back. You know, it's kind of like almost like <clears throat> yeah. the UFC type. Test every single player. All right, you got one shot. It'll be like March Madness. One yeah, shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the the top eight seeds for both conferences. Yeah. Going at it. I don't. Every I don't see in the
0: current. I don't see in the current climate how you can have a seven game kind of series. Seven game no, best yeah. of seven. It's just um,
1: impossible. I, I think selfishly from a fan point of view, yeah, um, that would be amazing.
0: That would be but,
1: amazing. But it would be, but it, it will forever be an asterisk to that championship team. Because you're going to name them NBA champions, but we know that it was a single elimination game. There's not there isn't that game planning and adjusting. You know yeah, how you it's play. Yeah, it's for not quite the boxing
0: match, but it is like in a way it would kind of be even more special in a single. Yeah, you know, it, in a, it could in a be because this
1: would be fine. Yeah. but but you still can't.
0: There's, Every game's there's a game There's asterisk,
1: like I said, where that's not a, that's not an NBA champion. Yeah. It would be cool. It would be exciting. Maybe if NBA something else.
0: Every game is a game seven.
1: Oh, that will be, yeah, that would be amazing. And aim, upsets uh, on all the selfishly. upsets of
0: things happen again, you know?
1: And especially now, these players are healed. These players are training. They're, they're good, you know? They feel good. They're, yeah. they're, there's no soreness or whatnot, for, you know, or like uh, season fatigue. Yeah, that would be amazing, but you can't call it an NBA champion. You got to call it something else. You got to make up some name for it. The. the a state farm champion because state farm is one of the nba's sponsors i don't know <laughs> i get so
0: i get so sick of those uh, yeah but
1: ugh. oh yeah but yeah whatever. it's
0: reported i know the only reason i ask is because it's reported that Woj and you know marcus they they reported that it was a kind of all-star conference call between chris paul kawhi leonard kevin durant lebron james steph curry Giannis, all these mm. other players uh, and they came out and they said they wanted to play so we could see something like this happen we could see i mean
1: that'll be cool that'll be cool selfishly from a uh, a fan standpoint yeah that'll be amazing i just
0: think the president. the only thing that's really stopping them right now isn't really the health part of it it's it's more it is it both is and isn't but the yeah. major thing is they don't want the bad outlook slash press of we're hogging all these tests for ourselves you know
1: yeah. Let, yeah let 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 the ufc do that i like watching them better and-
0: <laughs> and, oh, speaking. Okay, last last question.
1: Oh no, I was, you... I was always gonna say. I I always one thing really quick. I always mention this. I'll I'll keep mentioning it until it happens. Uh, another reason why I secretly want the NBA season to be done with this one is because the Warriors' streak of going to the finals is still intact.
0: Oh, Eric.
1: <laughs> It's still intact. If the Warriors go to the finals next season, uh, then th- that means they've been in the finals for however however many consecutive seasons. You know, you, you can't count the Warriors out this year. You know, because if they win every every game up to 82 games, you know, they they could have made the playoffs. You <laughs> sound just all right, like your go. dad.
0: You sounded just like your dude, dad at that point. Right? I was. Well, oh, they yeah, can yeah, make
1: that's the exactly, playoffs. Exactly what I was thinking. My, my dad's hardcore. He watches while he's watching them all the time, no matter what. He's crazy, but yeah. yeah. There, man. All right, so well, yeah, you uh, just watching the UFC
0: fight night the other night. Um, Oh yeah. What can you tell me about Kevin Randleman? I know this is a random question, but Kevin Randleman. Who?
1: Yeah, this Kevin guy Randleman. Looked insane. He was he was in the he was the I'm sorry. This guy looked insane. Dude. Oh yeah, he was insane, probably cuz he took all the steroids, but he was um he was a fighter back in the it was early UFC. He fought in Pride. He was kind of that he was he was that guy also you mentioned like not quite championship caliber but always there, always in contention, always mm. in the mix and the talks of but never the big fights he's he's had a few big wins that dude was jacked he was um he was known for his wrestling a great wrestler uh crappy stand-up very fast starter very aggressive but uh and and he died he actually died very young uh Mm. i want to say maybe before he turned 40 i don't know how long ago he died maybe within within the last five to ten years i believe is when he passed away he died young that's kind of random though but yeah no, it's random i know it's random, random
0: but I, he's just, he, I think he was being inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's just like, um, they showed footage of him take picking up Fedor.
1: Racking him he, on his head, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, dude. He, dude, I thought, like, I everyone could have thought Fedor him. died when that yeah. happened. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> but, but are uh, you? he he picked up Fedor literally full strength, full speed on the back of his, like, neck. Boom. Oh. That would kill anyone, and then Fedor anyone. somehow figures it out, gets his wits back, and then wins via armbar. Yeah, uh, Kevin Randleman. He's had his biggest wins. I've, I think his biggest. Win- he Knocked out uh, Miracle. That was a huge surprise.
0: Oh yeah, I, I but, showed yeah. that in his highlight reel. It's just a final, you know, UFC related kind of question. That it's, it's kind of weak, if I'm being honest, but it's kind of like, you know, I. I've always wanted to get at the history of things a little more, and you have.
1: More yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was the UFC. early UFC. Because
0: you don't, I wanna, Kevin Randleman. The, the, the
1: Kevin heavyweight Randleman division, out man. Over here there. I'm Heavy,
0: sorry. Th- it's just the heavyweight division. I think just need that ump. They, they, they oh yeah, that. you
1: know. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because I. Uh, what the what the hell is Stipe gonna do? He needs to. He needs to. Uh, now, now I'm starting to get a little. Because he needs to, as Tony Everyone's Ferguson... getting annoyed, man. As, as far as, as Tony Ferguson would say, uh, defender vacate, man. You know, Daniel Cormier's ready. He's ready for his title. Sh-. He's gonna retire after this fight. And you, you gotta stop... Happen. You gotta stop pulling at people's heartstrings by, you know, by... Because he's a... You know, he's a firefighter. But also, like, come on, dude. You, you have an obligation as a UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah. Like, stop. Don't use that as an excuse.
0: kind of crappy. Um... Bravo had this fire kind of take on, what if the next time the Beeb and Gaethje fight, Tony and Connor are in are the home main?
1: Oh, yeah. That would be, a, I mean, look, that would be that would amazing. amazing. But also, uh, from, a Uf- from UFC, f- from a business standpoint, they can't do that because they're going to sell millions of pay-per-view buys, pay-per-view buys no matter what, and they, they're going to get that million if they separate them into two different um events instead of putting them into one, you know.
0: Yeah, we've seen stranger things happen.
1: Yeah, we've seen stranger things happen, but that would be wild.
0: Well, we're at the
1: one hour and three minutes. Mark.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, hey, dude, man. we met our goal. It's, we
1: met our goal though. Hey, it's, fine. We're, it's we're, fine. we're getting a little better, you know? Under two hours, dude. we Did it. We did it. It, man. it is pretty cool. Progress.
0: <laughs> Alright y'all. Uh that's gonna be in a that's gonna be the end of Crunchy Tick uh for this week. We are I think the plan is to maybe take a week off. Of this specific segment, and maybe come reframe um, our uh, revisit our bearings a little bit after we get a little more real life sports news under our pocket, or not, or whenever the next fight night, if it happens to be really good, we'll maybe try to make yeah. a segment out of it we, we,
1: we, we could talk. We could talk about anything, but yeah. That's
0: you have that. anything else to add, Eric?
1: We uh, no, man, we're, we're we're not famous enough to have a uh, to have sponsors uh our instagram profiles are not i like how you keep to, saying to, that to but matter. i'm
0: i'm like a click away at this point from getting a sponsored segment it's in the works
1: so yeah oh well there we go uh but you yeah didn't know uh, that good for you. congratulations <laughs> and i'm gonna go ahead and uh, just one more shout out to tom thank you tom for listening <laughs>
0: <laughs> and thank you for everyone else for listening to i really appreciate you stopping by uh and take care until the next crunchy take
1: See y'all till the next crunchy take